Hello and welcome to episode 222 of the Enough podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined by Mr. Patrick Rohn. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. I have, I have a great idea. Okay. Wait, no. Okay. Sit, sit back for this. Are you ready? Because um, here's the thing. Truly original ideas come along far, far too seldom. Okay. And really, there's no such thing, but we can talk about that, that there really isn't a such thing as a truly original idea. But, but truly, like, ideas that seem original usually come out of just simply taking two or three ideas that no one has bothered to just mash together before. But I digress. We're going to call this the Enough Newsletter from now on. I'm seriously, how cool would that be, right? It's a newsletter that's really a podcast. He's trolling me, everyone. That is what he's doing right now. He's trolling me. I'm going to set the stage. Okay. So last week, uh, Patrick Rowan, Dave Kahlo, and CJ Chilvers launched a uh, thing. A project. A thing that they called the Unrecorded Podcast. And the premise of the Unrecorded Podcast is uh, every week, Every week? Mm-hmm. We, we haven't really set a schedule yet. Of course you haven't. Uh, <laughs> every time Dave, uh, Patrick, and CJ get together for a mm-hmm. regular chat uh, mm-hmm. where they, they basically record... Well, they basically do a podcast. So they get together and they talk about stuff like me and Pat do or like any of your favorite shows do. But All the- sorts of stuff, too. It could be just about anything. I mean, because we have a lot of similar interests, Dave and CJ and I. You do indeed, which would make for, for a really entertaining show. Mm, um, yeah, it would be. But unfortunately, my word's not, not theirs, they do not record this podcast. All they do is send out the uh, show notes as a newsletter. Yes. <laughs> That's just brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, still, I'm still bowled over by how... how Define define brilliant. <laughs> By brilliant, do you mean not what people want? <laughs> what do you mean, not what people want? We have loads of subscribers, and the responses to the to the first episode, which is really episode two. Um, once again, you know that's part of the shtick. Um, was great. I mean, really fantastic. Good. Like by newsletter standards and by just engagement standards. Lots of people on board with this. Um, lots of people we respect and admire have begged to be on the show. Okay. Show being it's not an sh- It's not, not a show, though, really, is it? it? It's not really yeah. kind of a by show. Your own, but by your own definition, yeah. it's not a show. Yeah. To be on, to be... Uh, to, to, to be a guest. To contribute to a newsletter. To contribute to the conversation. Which is sent to a newsletter. Which we then take important information, information that could help, information that you need to know, and put that into a newsletter, yes. So I've been thinking about um, a website. Okay. It's called minimalmike.com. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm liking this already. This is great. Basically, what I do is um, I write a 2,000-word blog post and yes. uh, I remove all of the letters and just publish the spaces. Oh, my gosh. 
That would be huge. Mike, do you it, understand? I, I would link to that in a heartbeat. I'm sure that you would. <laughs> because, because you don't record podcasts anymore. <laughs> I'm recording this one. What are you talking about? So I have to thank you. Okay. Because uh, your, your thing uh, lit a fire in me mm-hmm. to, to write something. To write. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's... I mean, Mike's you've kind of won. Is like, it's almost yeah. as ironic, <laughs> almost as ironic uh-huh. as a podcast that's actually a newsletter. It, it fired me up so much that I, a podcaster, wrote something. I guess you win at that point. That, <laughs> but totally... it wasn't just you. Like that week, last last week was kind of a um, saying a tough week is actually no, it was a, it was a tough week for me. I was thinking a lot about podcasting. There was a couple of things, a couple of posts. Was, there was this thing that you guys do, and um, I was, there was a lot of discussion. Marks, Harry Marks wrote a thing that I I didn't really agree with, and um, I appreciated it. And there were some parts of it that I did agree with, but some parts got my goat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a funny week on Bionic. Um, okay. I, I think me and Matt, we made an episode that uh, we enjoyed, but we were quite self-conscious of. Okay. So those sort of three things together contributed to me maybe wanting to talk about the craft a little bit. Because yeah. th- it was weird because, I mean, we, we usually get very, very positive comments for Bionic, but we got a couple. Like, I mean, we got as many positive comments as we always get, but we got like maybe two or three negative ones and one negative thing is always what is, you know, always makes a bigger impact yeah. than a thousand yeah. positive things. Yeah, unfortunately, but oftentimes true. It's yeah. it's a, unfor- it is very unfortunate. I mean, it's, it's a bit less common for those of us who create, right? You've probably because been experiencing very... that with the unrecorded podcast, right? Sure. No, no, absolutely not. No, because you're above everyone else. No, and it's, no, it's not that I'm above everyone else. It's that, <laughs> unfortunately, we can't put the explicit tag for what my response should have been to that. But that's okay. Um. <laughs> But you can bleep that stuff, right? No, you don't edit anything. That's right. I do edit curse um, words because I care. I care about. <laughs> I care about my listeners. <laughs> um, no, so <clears throat> like I said uh, before, we started this, and you you goaded me into um, actually talking about this as one of our topics today. Um, is that this is kind of a bigger conversation, just in general, about recognizing that the things that get to us are not about the things, that they're about us. Right? In other words, I can't do anything about you disliking the idea of a podcast that's really a newsletter. Or not liking that we've called what is essentially a newsletter a podcast. Despite the fact that we go through all of the motions of a podcast, except for hitting the record button. But I digress. Um, That has more to... That's you. You feel that way. And I can't change that. I can't convince you to feel otherwise. I can't... um, I can't even be the one to say that it's okay that you feel that way, right? That you have to have that within yourself. 
right? And that you have to control that within yourself. It's not that I'm above feeling that way. If I get a negative comment, yeah, uh, you know, I, uh, it resonates and it, it hits me harder maybe than some of the positive ones, but that's on me. That has nothing to do with that comment or that commenter or that that person holds more weight than any of the others or that the good is outweighs the bad or whatever. It's not about that, right? It's all about how I choose to feel about that thing. And all I need to do is to choose not to feel that way about that thing. To choose to feel differently, that these things are a choice. And we've discussed this before on the podcast. I can't remember what episode, and out of 220-something, don't expect me to. It gets too difficult now, except the Black It episodes. really does, right? Uh, except for episode 14. Um, but, um, yeah, we've talked about this before, right? Is that hard for a lot of people to do? Yes, it's darn hard for a lot of people to do. But guess what? It's the only thing that that works because it's a fact, right? It's, it's the truth. So you can't, you know, all, all you can do is, is either decide that you're going to be okay with feeling that way about X, Y, or Z, or decide that you're not and change it. But we give things weight. That's not like, um, it's not an easy thing to do. And I think that, I mean, I don't even think that that needs to be a conscious decision that you make. You just instinctively do something. So where I feel bad about that happening, I don't feel nearly as bad as I did when that happened three months ago, four months ago, a year ago. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I know I need to deal with this because this is always going to happen. So it's not Mm -hmm. like I've said to myself, well, I'm just not going to feel bad about that anymore because I don't feel for me at least that that is actually possible to do like to just be like i'm just going to turn my feelings off and i'm not saying that was what you said but I'm, yeah no that's not what i said but no, yeah i know i know that i'm just saying that that's yeah. you know an interpretation of that yeah you know because well, that's and, not necessarily possible to do but but what i do in those situations i'm getting better at dealing with them but you know sometimes yeah. these things bubble up yeah well and in this particular case and you know i mean yeah, uh, you know, I I, th- I think we have to weigh where it's important for us to take a stance or to feel a certain way about a certain thing, right? You know, for instance, um, oh gosh, you know, I I don't know a good analogy, but you know, us calling this project the unrecorded podcast when in fact it's not technically a podcast on in the grand scheme of things it's not as uh you know say important or should not matter as much to you as um i don't know uh some random guy on the street calling you a a racist when you're not a racist or uh you know what i mean <laughs> like you know that, that there's that there's a level of, of degrees to this right um and that the other choice that we all make is to where to place those things on that level of importance 
right? And that where we decide to place those things on the level of importance, yes, like you said, changes with time, right? But also, but also that's a conscious decision, right? Um, or can be made to be a conscious decision. Oftentimes we allow it to be a subconscious one, but in fact, you know, all it takes to take something from something subconscious to something conscious is to consciously think about what's, <laughs> what your subconscious is doing. Um, um, you know, and I, and I think that that's, like I said, this is all part of a larger conversation about how we react to our feelings and emotions and to the situations that we find ourselves in and how we choose to act or react to those. And in this particular instance, we make it very clear, as clear as we possibly can, up front, that the unrecorded podcast is not something that you're going to listen to. Not only is, does it say it right there above the box on the sign-up page, but when you click the Learn More link, there is not only a statement of this in the kind of, you know, short version of the description of what this is, but there's a fact that spells it out very explicitly. And so it's not like we're duping anyone. No one has come to us and said, hey, I thought there was going to be a podcast. You know, everyone knows up front what this is. And they, those who have signed up, seem to be enjoying it. And ultimately, that's all I wanted. That's all, that's all Dave, CJ, and I wanted was to take this thing that we were doing anyway and put it out there in a way that we thought would be fun to do, would be interesting to do, and that, that everyone would, everyone who gets it would get it. You know what I mean? But why and did those you, that don't, that's fine. Why did you choose this over actually releasing the conversation that you're having? Oh, wow. Like, why don't the three of you just, I mean, I'm not being stupid, like, why don't the three of you just contribute to a newsletter? Like, why do you get together and have a conversation for multiple hours and do all of the things that you do in a podcast, like creating show notes that do not have context when you read them without listening to the audio? Yeah, like, why we're going to change, change that a little bit. We're going to add a little bit of context. Like, that was that was one of the things that actually frustrated me the most out of the, the like the, the like i understand i don't to say i understand what you're trying to do I, I i can see from your perspective like i still think that it would be for me personally i would enjoy it a lot more if i could listen to your conversation but the out of context show notes i found strange but you know you kind of just answered that um but why don't why don't you just why don't you just release it as a podcast like why don't you want to do that Oh, geez. Um, <clears throat> there, there are several answers to that, and I'll try to run through kind of the higher level ones um, as briefly as possible. Number one, we have the freedom to talk as long as we want about anything we want. Podcast does not stop you doing that. Uh, I would argue that it does. I would I would argue that 
that there are there are conversations that you have when you're talking to a to a group of friends that you that would change if you knew they were being recorded. So why does it not change when you're writing notes about them? In 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 the same way that I don't write necessarily the way that I talk, right? That they're two different things, right? I'm I'm sorry. The question was. Well, why doesn't why doesn't it change if you're publishing notes about them? Oh, uh, well, because then you're kind of you're you're getting you're getting the nouns and not all the verbs, as it were. It's it, it's it's the difference between a Cliff Notes summary and reading a book. And if you were to have, sit down at a table with a bunch of buddies and have some beers and, you know, talk about anything you wanted, knowing that it wasn't recorded, your conversation might be different than a conversation that you would have if you were recording it, but... I bet in either one of those conversations, we could take out just the subjects. Okay. And link to those. Right? And that, for me, one of the interesting things and one of the reasons why with at least episode two, our first pass at this, I actually was the one that argued for as little context as possible is to I think that there is art in mystery that what largely what we bring to art when we view art comes from within does not come from the artist and does not come from the work itself, right? We have our own ideas about why Mona Lisa is smiling. We have our own ideas about why, you know, why the Van Gogh self-portrait, you know, includes this, that, or, you know, we're bringing our own assumptions and ideas to this work, and our enjoyment of the work is actually based on those and not necessarily, and not always on the work alone by itself. It's the reason why some people will look at the painting of the pipe that says, uh, you know, this is not a pipe, and say, I don't get it. It's a painting of a pipe, but it says it's not a pipe. While someone else comes and says, okay, I get the irony in there, I get the joke, I get the whimsical nature of that very idea, and plus it's a damn fine pipe. It's a really nice painting. And I also understand the movement that that painting came out of, that uh, you know that there was a a movement of this kind of abstract absurdism, um, uh, and and that it was making a statement as much about that pipe as it was about the world, and that all of that together makes that painting of the pipe that says it's not a pipe a work of art, and that that's the difference between it being a work of art and 
simply a joke. What I believe we are doing here is a work of art. Part of, and it's in a way, performance art. And part of that work means that we have to allow the space for wonder and mystery. For people to bring their own perceptions and ideas and understandings to the table. Because then and only then will it appear as art in their eyes. I'm not sure how accurately that answers your question, but that's the best answer I can give you. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, um, so uh, the deal with the context is this. It's not, I'm still in favor of as little context as possible, right? The problem with the lack of context there is that you're not sure necessarily where any of these links lead to, Right. So you don't know if this link is going to go to a YouTube video of Ronnie James Dio singing your all-time favorite television hits. And if it is, it's going to be the funniest thing that you've heard in a very long time. I mean, it's hilarious. I literally have spent 30 years searching for this. I'm not joking about that. Because um, I originally heard this on a radio show when I was 16. And I couldn't find it, and somehow Dave and CJ managed to. But the problem, of course, is that if you get this thing at work, and you click on that link, and all of a sudden you've got, you know, Ronnie James Deal singing your all-time favorite television hits. You know, <laughs> it's going to autoplay, and you get what I'm saying, right? So we need to provide at least some context to say, you know, here's a video that Patrick's been searching for since he was 16. Or you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like I, do, I do. I do. There's got to be enough context there that people have an understanding of what they're clicking before they click on it, but not so much that it ruins that it ruins the mystery behind the connections, right? So, but now that you've seen that, now you can make that that mental leap as to how we ended up talking about 70s television shows and going to Ronnie James Dio singing television hits and going to mistakes in Van Halen songs and go, you get what I'm saying? You can form the idea of how that conversation might have gone in your own head and you might be right and you might be wrong but guess what it doesn't matter because what makes it interesting is you're bringing that to the table you're not being told how it happened and you know, quite frankly I mean it is altogether possible that Dave, CJ, and I will do some actual podcast at some point in time together. And then I will claim myself the winner and uh, <laughs> hang up my boots. No, no. And I, I, <laughs> I think, I think it, it will end up being much, much, much different than what this is. I just, I, I think more than anything else, I just want to hear the show. I, would, I know I'd enjoy it. I want to hear it. And, you know, I... This is a method of entertainment that I believe very, very strongly in. 
and I think that it should be a method of entertainment that is respected in its purest form, which in essence is what we're doing right now. Uh, I think that everything that goes around it is only enforces it, but and adds on it. So you know, show notes, descriptions, that sort of stuff. They add to the work in the same way that I don't believe in content editing because I, you know, I feel that everything that is said in a show adds to the overall show, and you know, so I don't really like to to do that. Um, I I can appreciate that standpoint. I'm just you know, just as long as you you recognize and appreciate that that standpoint, if listened to throughout history, would have meant no Mozart. To compare those two things is is very no, I'm, unfair. I'm... It's very unfair to me and my <laughs> viewpoint because you you basically say that that I am wrong because that means oh. there is no art. If if no. I am right, there is no art. No, that means that there are no rules, my friend. It's not disparaging to to you necessarily at all. I'm just saying that the moment that you that you 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 put rules around words and around ideas and around concepts is the moment that you limit them, and and the moment that you limit them, it stifles creativity. I the just moment wish that you stifle creativity is the moment that you begin to lose art. I wish that you were creative of a podcast by creating a creative podcast as opposed uh-huh. to stripping uh-huh. out the podcast uh-huh. and leaving nothing left. Uh, see, I think I do that every week, friend. Oh, don't you do that to me. <laughs> don't you do that to me. But I have a more crucial question for you, Michael. <laughs> you, wanted this. you wanted this. You know what that question is going to be, right? I get. Uh, I, I thought I did. No, I'm not so sure. Will you please come on as a guest, please? Oh, God. Please. Come, come see what we're doing. It might, it's only it might fair. make you feel differently. It's only fair that to you guys that I do because I have been very open in my feelings about it. And yes. <laughs> so it is only fair to you that I uh, come on to your unshow and talk and berate you all for 90 minutes about why you're doing it wrong. I think that's only fair to you. Well, the beautiful thing is all of that berating will end up as a link in the show notes. Well, I'll record it on my end and release it. Oh, dude. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I'm going to say go for it. Good luck with that. I will record it, though, because I record (laughs) all my Skype conversations are recorded for redundancy. Oh, gosh. You're crazy. You're just insane. Maybe I'll uh, I'll, I'll release it. (laughs) Maybe I'll release it in this feed for people. So I'm totally going to send you a doodle at some point here in the next 24 hours and we'll, we'll, we'll get it on the schedule probably looking at sometime at this point sometime early to mid-November. Um, I'm happy. We have our first guest tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Merlin Mann is going to be a guest on the Unrecorded Podcast. See, that kills people. Oh, can you only imagine though? Well, th- this is made for Merlin. You and I both know that this is made for Merlin, man. Well, no, I th- I think that Merlin's at his best when you can hear him. I <clears throat> I would guess that 
Merlin feels he's best when he is free to go down as many crazy existential rat holes as he possibly can, and it just plain don't matter. But I still say you could, you could do that in podcast form. There is nothing stopping you from having. Well, he, 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 he does it uh, almost every week. I'm back to work. You and I both know that. Oh, well, um, that, do you, when you say back to work, do you mean that, that list of show notes? Uh, when I say <laughs> yes, that list of show notes that he sends out via MailChimp, which, to be honest with you, part of the inspiration for this idea. Okay, then I never need to contact. It, it, well, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to talk about that because, like, oh, so here's the thing. All right, so here's the other part of this idea. Shall I, shall uh, I talk about Squarespace quickly and then? Okay, fine, fine, yeah, because we need to put a link to them in the show notes. We there's a link in the unrecorded podcast. There's a link to Squarespace right there in the show notes, and they're not even sponsoring the unrecorded podcast. So there you go. But you'll never know why. So this episode is brought to you by the fine folks over at Squarespace who give you absolutely everything that you need to create an exceptional website and they do this by making it fast and easy. You can put your own professional website, you maybe want to put an online portfolio, a store, a blog, whatever you want to make, Squarespace gives you all of the tools that you need to do that. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO10. Squarespace, they have some awesome features that I really love. They have beautiful designs that you're going to love, and they have, they have really excellent support that are there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They have 20 beautiful templates that you can take advantage of that have won numerous design awards from prestigious uh, institutions like the Webbies and Forbes. and They give you tools that you can tweak, create, craft your own unique space online. You can choose fonts, change colors, and you can lay out your pages in their WYSIWYG page building stuff. That's really awesome. Their 24-hour, 7-day-a-week support that I mentioned is staffed by over 70 employees in Squarespace's office in New York City. They're always available for you. But if you don't want to contact support, they have a great knowledge base and they have loads of tutorial videos and stuff. If you need it or want any help with setting up your site on Squarespace, you can if you are a designer, developer, you can develop your own template on top of Squarespace's solid infrastructure. You don't, have to, you don't have to use one of the beautiful templates that they have if you don't want to. But what this means is you're going to get fantastic hosting, you're going to get great caching, you don't have to worry about installing software or configuring your database. You can choose a content management system that shares your highest standard of design, ensuring that your clients or you is going to get a great experience on the back end on top of a great looking website. Why don't you go and try this out for yourself? I think you're going to love Squarespace. I do. We all do. I think that you will too. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month and they include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So go to squarespace.com, sign up for a free trial and use the offer code TALLYHO10 to get 10% off and show your support for this Enough program. Yes, please do. So, um... Here's here's the deal with with podcasts, right? <laughs> and, and that that is that. Here's the deal with podcasts. Let with me podcast. tell you. Let me tell you what. <laughs> let me let me give it to you straight. Okay. Here's the deal with Tumblr blogs. This is it. <laughs> That's all you need to know. No, all you need to know is that they take time to listen to, and that's why people tend to 
listen to them in those kind of in just in between spaces, right? Like when they're commuting, you know, they're driving or they're they're on a subway or or, or something like that, right? Or or um, you know, generally they're they're maybe doing something else while they're while they're listening. Maybe they're cooking or or uh, they're working on something and they're listening to it in the background or what have you. But the bottom line is that these things take time. I can't even begin to tell you the last time I I listened to a back to work straight through. That's okay though, right? You know, and the times I have listened to back to work, it's been maybe five minutes here, then maybe another twenty minutes here, and then maybe ten minutes there, and you know, I'm getting interrupted and whatnot. But it's to the point now where it's like you know well gosh you know i i really this is all interesting stuff and even the kind of crazy tangents that merlin often goes on that it's it's always interesting stuff and it almost always ties back to whatever the main point eventually ends up being um but i i almost never get to listen to that show Yet I find Merlin's ideas and subjects and the things he talks about fascinating. They have this great uh, newsletter that gets sent out uh, with the show notes. And what's great about it is with Merlin, you get (laughs) links to just the craziest random stuff, you know? Because he's always reading obtuse Wikipedia articles and like um, making strange, you know, art school references and just bizarre, right? And so you get this link of these show notes and it's really nicely done, very nicely formatted. And he provides, you know, there's context there. Um, that's my interaction with his show has become those show notes. Well, I, I can see listen. I can see how you ended up at the place that you ended up, but my you know rebuttal as I keep giving is that I think that back to work is better for the show listening to the show and listening to Merlin and Dan and Merlin and his special guest this week. So <laughs> uh, I'll tell you about Ooh. afterwards. I don't want to spoil it in case okay. people hear this before it comes out. All right, it's not me. Um, I think that the show's better for that. I, I don't disagree. I, uh, you know, I, I think it probably is. But you're it's trying. Not, I know you're trying something, and it, I've, it's, I, it's know, not how I, I interact know with you. The show. I have what? known you for long enough to know how you do these things, and this is you spreading your wings and trying something. I know that's what you do. I know that. That that's you. That is Patrick Rowan. That's the Patrick Rowan that I fell in love with three years ago. Is that I I come up with crazy ideas and I try them and unfortunately some of them work and work really well um, and this is one of those that at least so far is working and working really well could be fine tuned a bit here and there but it certainly is 95% of what of what I think is great and I'm Excited for it, and I'm glad other people seem to be excited for it, and we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> it's just a plain and I, simple. I hope that you do. 
<laughs> and I hope you release it as a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we'd have to change the name of the show. I'm really pleased that we had this conversation. I am too. I know that you kind of didn't want to. No, it's not that. It's just I thought, you know, I thought this was settled. That's all. It is settled. But no, I but I but I think, you know, I think the conversation is good. It's plenty of pre free free promotion for the podcast. And I and wouldn't want to 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 uh that was one of the reasons I actually did want to talk about it is because I think that you should talk about it on the show. It's a project yeah. that you do and I feel like yeah. not talking about it you are uh you're holding back deserved promotion that it should have. Yeah. Because well, this is a place that we It do requires that. no additional listening time from our listeners. You know, this is something that you can sign up for at unrecordedpodcast.com and get to your email inbox. And just like any email that comes into your inbox, you can unsubscribe at any time if you decide, hey, this just isn't for me. And you can completely ignore it if it's just like, I don't have the time to, like, you know, click on any of the stuff this week. Delete. It's okay. There'll be another one. And if you got time then, great. You hope that amongst all of that information, amongst all those links, you find something that at the very least just makes you smile. Because if you find just one thing, if you just click on five of those things at random and one of those things makes you smile or makes your day better or, you know, you find interesting, job done. There you go. Are we done? I think so. You can not only find Patrick, his new project at Unrecorded. Is it Unrecorded or The Unrecorded? Either will work. I've redirected The Unrecorded to Unrecorded. Perfect. So unrecordedpodcast.com. Pat is also online in various places, .com and at the ats of Patrick Rowan. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. Yep. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. I record lots of podcasts every week. Tons. I, I put them out for you to listen to. There's Metro this one. Tons. The rest are at 5x5.tv. It makes me feel terrible. <laughs> but we'll do something <laughs> with this show, I promise you. Yes. Um, but I love this show so much that I am paying for and maintaining an entire website to host it and, and one other. Sheepers. Uh, so. Yeah, I really, we need to figure that out and I don't know what to do there. No. I seriously don't. Neither do I. But we will come to some sort of conclusion sooner rather than later. So thank you so much for listening to episode 222 of the Enough Podcast. We will yep, be back next week, of course. We will. And we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.